0: Welcome to the Rosecast. I'm your host, Tim Kennedy. With me, as always, the venerable, the respected Alex Bradford. AB, hey, how are you? Excellent. How are you doing, Rim? So good. Yeah? What an episode. What drama. Wow.
1: <laughs> wow.
0: Where would you rank this? At? Now, you've seen, I don't know, about a thousand Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise episodes. Where Where does this rank in your top three One, two, or three, for in terms of best
1: episode. Tell you a couple things, Rim. Number one, it's the top episode I've ever seen, and it's not even close. You hear that, people? (laughs) Not even close. The best episode of The Bachelor or Bachelorette that I've ever seen in my life, period. Do you mean
0: that? Do you really mean that? I, mean I don't that. Have an air I, mean horn, I don't <laughs> have an air horn sound effect.
1: <laughs> I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Let me just put it this way. I watched it twice. I've already watched it twice. I'll probably watch it a third time, even after we've done the Rosecast. Just for pleasure. Just yeah. for pleasure. This is an episode <laughs> I'll go back and watch just for fun. Let's break down what constitutes
0: a great Bachelor Bachelorette episode. And you tell me if this episode had it. Number one, true love connections. Yeah, definitely. Number two, adults acting like total idiots and embarrassing themselves. Yep, Waboom guy was there, yep. Big time, major
1: celebrity, A-list celebrity appearances. I'd say if you were ranking the celebs of all time in this series, they somehow had the three top so check all in one episode episode. so yeah, check
0: (laughs) big time drama dramatic cliffhangers
1: dramatic during the episode
0: situations just drama
1: overflowing never seen drama quite like this unprecedented in in my and i'm not even just talking about bachelor bachelorette like i'm talking about scripted dramas anything (laughs) i've never seen anything like this
0: so it goes like episode two of this season of the bachelorette and then like the season finale of house of cards in terms of like drama. <laughs> <laughs> number three uh or number three i don't know what number on really good dates how about that really fun good dates phenomenal dates yes check and last but not least the items that constitute a, uh, an all-time bachelor bachelorette episode really good
1: dresses ab dresses were breathtaking
0: I mean, we say breathtaking, we throw around breath breathtaking, the word gets thrown around a lot. <laughs> this, this took the viewers' breaths away, and the men in the room also. Stunned. I've never seen
1: guys just falling over themselves over this girl's dress.
0: They were more excited to see that dress than they were Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> Let's get right into it, A.B. A.B., I want to start. First group date. Dean. Jack Stone. Jonathan. Blake. Lucas. So, all the lame white guys. And then Iggy, Kenny, and Fred. So, it's a lame date except for Kenny in our eyes.
1: And it's also, now that you've seen the entire episode where they had a basketball date later, it's all the guys that obviously could not hoop. Like, she made the judgment based on just body appearance on who yeah. could hoop and who couldn't. It was all the stocky, bigger guys and a bunch of white guys. Good. (laughs) That's actually a
0: good observation. Um, This was when the guys first started kind of teaming up against Waboom at the grill out on the on the football thing. And then, of course, during before, during and after the husband material challenge, Waboom was getting painted as the villain. Now, we have to operate from a base of a base level of knowledge here. The Waboom, like we've had, we've seen people on these shows come on here with like a gimmick or something to further their brand or whatever. But there's usually some thought behind it. I mean, not only is Waboom th- meaningless; it's just a phrase that he trademarked. He's not, and not only is he here to get on the screen and try to attract attention, he's not doing it in a clever way or a skilled way at all. He's lit- His brand of comedy is literally just volume, high volume.
1: Loud. That being said, Rim, boom, I'm not as out as him as I was after the first episode. Let me just put it that way. Now, why do you say that? I don't know. A couple things. <laughs> Number one, he he had me chuckling a couple times when they were doing the baby stuff, when he spiked the baby like a football. That was oh, kind of funny. Come on. I mean, it's cheap comedy, but it was cheap. Be- he also had it dialed down a little bit from that first episode. Just a little. Okay, that's
0: fair. I wholeheartedly disagree, but I want to
1: keep <laughs> it moving, so I'll just say that's fair. I wrote down that it was a big-time comeback episode for a while. <laughs> <laughs> he, did th- he did do a couple things that you wouldn't expect
0: him to do, like the end of the Husband Material Challenge where he, he forearm-shivered the professional wrestler <laughs> yeah. without even thinking twice about
1: it. <laughs> that was very funny as well. And he, he-, he did it all. He, he did whatever it take- took to win that uh, challenge
0: there, Rim. Let's let's talk about the challenge for a little bit because we got we have kind of a loose connection to this challenge, and by loose I mean extremely loose. The first, the, the Hollywood's first power couple, America's power couple, the, the the first couple of Iowa, Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis,
1: show up. Absolute, no doubt, A-listers, A-listers, a big time A-listers.
0: Now. I don't know why Ashton Kutcher is an A-lister. I feel like he's not really in movies anymore. He doesn't even run his own Twitter account. The 70 show was like 15 years ago. But he is an A-lister. I'm, not, I'm not questioning that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't know why he is, but he is.
1: He's big time. <laughs> he's big time. If he put out a movie, it'd be big deal.
0: Now, a lot of people are saying that their regular couple act is just that. It's an act. It's all bullshit. They didn't really call the Bachelor people and say, we want to help Rachel to get on the show, blah, blah, blah. Let me just let me just assure you listeners out there who might not understand this, that these two are as regular as mm-hmm. a Hollywood power couple can get, mm-hmm. and here's why. Ashton is from our hometown in Iowa, went to our high school for a year. People forget that. People forget that. You look like you forgot. That. The look on your face tells me that you forgot that. <laughs> no, I remember. <laughs> they fly into the Eastern Iowa Airport, A.B., and get pizza at the gas station, and go to Lindale Mall, and get the shaved ice in the hy parking lot, and they get their meets at Fairway just like the rest of us, and they don't announce that they're coming in. It's just like, oh, they're at the basketball game. Nobody bothers them. They just come hang out in Iowa and have a good time. I fully believe that these two sit in their sweatpants on Mondays and watch The Bachelor, Bachelorette just like the rest of us.
1: I didn't question it at all, and that's just because I've seen all the stuff you've you you just mentioned so i see you know people see them out doing just normal stuff this is the most regular couple in hollywood period
0: moving on to the competition ab the husband material this wasn't so much husband material as it was daddy material just mm-hmm. kind of odd because i we haven't heard rachel talk about a lot about having kids anytime soon so i don't know where this kind of came in we got one dad in the mix kenny of course with a 10 year old the competition included you got to change a dirty diaper you got to put the baby in the thing uh, vacuum unclog the drain with the hair set the table find the ring get the flowers do the whole shebang is this what being a dad is like ab you got to do all this stuff on a daily basis <laughs> what do you got on this competition it seemed like no one was prepared for it except for kenny of course um iggy thought that since he had experience pooping he would be able to handle the pooping
1: cleaning the poop
0: (laughs) yeah i don't don't know what made him think that uh but it comes down to lucas and kenny at the end we talked about lucas blasting kenny in the face um my question is why why was waboom allowed to stay in the competition after he basically waterboarded the infant for like two (laughs) minutes
1: i was just gonna say rim everyone the way to win this was cheating cheat you gotta cheat Ashton and Mila weren't kicking any we're we're making them stick to the rules here
0: Mila was throwing guys out based on like if she knew their names or not that's kind (laughs)
1: of how it seemed like did you find it a little strange that they blurred out the poopy diapers rim no I'm glad they did fake poop
0: well no I'm glad they did well first off you don't know that it was fake okay some things on this show are real I'm glad they did because apparently it wasn't a traditional poop color Apparently, it was more yellow. So that would be, I think, some jarring to some folks (laughs) who just want to watch the family TV show. So I'm glad they blurted out. Okay. After Waboom wins, what did you think? What did you make of that awkward interaction between Waboom and A-list superstar Ashton Kutcher? I mean, he acted like he was going to get a LinkedIn invite from Ashton, and then like get a stand-up comedy special he was like ashton say waboom like legitimize the waboom brand here
1: <laughs> ashton basically handled it like all of america in response to what waboom is he's like what what exactly is what are you doing and then <laughs> mila's kind of answering to him and it was actually a funny exchange hit him with a high hit him with a high what i hi. hey, what, hi. what, what? a waboom okay. the i don't even know what that was that's the sound that he makes okay. I'm for Story. what like excitement why? Just because he can.
0: All right, group date, nighttime, A.B. This is when it becomes clear. You mentioned that these were the guys who she knew couldn't hoop. During this nighttime group date, it became clear that this was the B team of personalities as well. B squad,
1: yep. Straight B squad. B
0: squad. Hey, little tip, baby. I read an article. Watch what Rachel is drinking throughout the season. I read an interview with her. Someone said, what's your go-to drink during the rose ceremony? She said, "Jameson on the rocks." A drink that you and I couldn't even handle. We'd have to
1: cut it with some Sprite or something. I would be if I had Jameson on the rocks. I would have a chaser along with it. the The tumblers are full. It'd be this isn't just like a little
0: one finger. We're talking four fingers here. Wow! So keep an eye on that. You now that we've mentioned that, you won't be able to unsee it. <laughs> I will. That's incredible. She can apparently hold her alcohol, because she never is drunk at any point, but she is turning up on the inside. <laughs> A.B., what do you got on some of these interactions? Uh, Rachel pulls Waboom off first, off to the side. I like how she took charge, didn't wait for a guy to ask her. Mm-hmm. Waboom and Rachel, he wrote her a poem. Cheesy. Did you pick up on the disgusting sexual innuendo in this poem, Maybe
1: <laughs> I did not, no. I, I mean, oh. his poem put me to sleep, so I wasn't really... Paying that close attention. It was,
0: it was in the middle of it, so like, I can imagine you would have zoned out by then. Let me read you the poem. The whole thing? Transcribed. Here we go. Your beautiful brown eyes and your gorgeous smile are just the tip mm. of yeah, okay, of all you entile, which is not a word. <laughs> So he just he, he basically formed this poem around the just the tip line and he paused after he said it, too, which was gross. And I look forward to this adventure with you to continue for a very long while. Now, knowing what we know about Waboom, he's probably used this poem on other girls on other reality TV shows. Oh, it really yeah. wasn't Rachel specific. It no. was just JTT
1: specific. And then she kissed him, maybe. Oh, uh, if you picked up on that, they kissed. Skirt. Sk- 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 yeah, he went in. She went for a hug and he kissed her. Oh,
0: really? Okay.
1: Yeah, that was not. It wasn't a good kiss by any means. And she didn't seem. She was not going in for. She was not going in for the Waboom kiss. He stole it. He stole the kiss. I'm going to run down the dorks who are on this
0: date, who she straight up basically calls dorks. And then we'll talk about a little Blake versus Waboom confrontation. Okay.
1: Fred, I feel, Fred's not a dork, but I feel God bad for damn, him. He Fred. can't get
0: past it. He can't get past it. He's guy screwed. can't catch
1: a break, Rim. Every time I see him, he's got a great smile on. He seems like a genuine guy, but she keeps talking about something from 20 years ago. Every time Fred is on screen, he, uh,
0: he's basically begging her to move on from
1: that. <laughs> Please <laughs> Please get on. to know me. <laughs> out on the, this is the only thing I got against Rachel is move on from the Fred stuff. You're going to miss out on a good connection you could have here.
0: Jack Stone, I'm going to just say what Jack Stone said cuz like we can't seriously, you're amazing. Like honestly, I didn't expect this. There's just something special about you. <laughs> but seriously. <laughs> Have you ever seen someone showed.
1: go from someone you thought was a top front runner to someone that needs to go? Yeah, he's out of my top 4 now and he will never <laughs> return. <laughs> what a bad interaction. He blew it.
0: The Tickle Monster uh had a prime opportunity to tell everyone that he's a doctor but instead went in depth on how people wipe baby's butts too much.
1: Yeah. Tips on baby changing. And it wasn't she like has, a small talk like joke. Number 1. What it's do not relevant. Talk about something else. <laughs>
0: i thought it was like a funny opener potentially but then he's like all right now let's get started <laughs> and Then he's like going through the step-by-step with the physical doll um iggy looked like he just got out of a sauna when they started talking <laughs> and then was talking about her career and then
1: sweating bullets
0: he was sweating huge bull- he was sweating cannonballs you fucking
1: dab your brow before you go talk to her please <laughs> Change your shirt or something. Ridiculous.
0: Maybe take off that that heavy, like, uh, velvet jacket you're wearing. Maybe take that off <laughs> and maybe don't sweat so much. <laughs> All right, A.B., the guys, uh, the guys, when they're not talking to Rachel, when they're not embarrassing themselves in front of Rachel, they kind of confront Waboom a little bit. Yep. Dean wants to know what the differentiation is between Waboom and Lucas. This answer, I thought, from Waboom was very telling. He said there isn't one. When I want to turn it on, I turn it on. When I want to turn it off, I turn it off.
1: He, he, he said before that, it's not an act. It's not a show. And then he said what you just said, which is an explanation of an act. It's the, it's the
0: book definition
1: of an act. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, I mean, what you just explained was your show.
0: Firm starting and stopping points where you go yeah. in and out of
1: character. exactly what are you talking about lucas
0: you know you said waboom had a big comeback episode
1: he did until this point
0: i think what may i think part of what makes you think that he had a big comeback episode was that blake looked even worse he was even more (laughs) annoying
1: that that helps because because blake starts it off so waboom goes and talks to her and blake's Blake sits down. And he's like, I want to address the elephant in the room. No one had any thought of what, <laughs> of what he's talking. That's not an elephant in the room. An elephant in the room is something that everyone is thinking about, but afraid to talk about. What you're talking about is just something that's on your mind that doesn't even need to be said. You're just, you're just ratting someone out for something. Elephant in the room.
0: Blake, of course, rats. On Waboom to Rachel, and as we've known and as we've mentioned in seasons past, you get this is rare time you have with this girl. Obviously, she's just not going to pick Waboom, so why even waste your breath trying to get him out of there? It doesn't matter.
1: What's the point, Blake? You think she? No you think a sweetheart like Ra- it, it's insulting to Rachel more than anything. Like, true. You think she would pick Lucas as a choice to marry at the end of this? There's thirty guys. Maybe do that when it's down to like six or seven, if you're both yeah. still
0: there and like you're trying to get pick guys picked off. But there's no that's he's not a threat at this. Point. He's Where no are you threat. He's, your the precious jo- time?
1: he's the clear joke character that she has no chemistry with. Why even bother with this?
0: Blake's an idiot, and you know what? Put you know what? You know they're about even in how annoying they were for me this episode. But you know what? Put Waboom slightly ahead. The very end of the conversation, he goes. You're dismissed. <laughs> um, so it, you know Waboom's got to go. I think he's got to. Do you think he's going to get a rose
1: next rose ceremony? Yes. Ugh. I think he's going to. Who's who? I've had trouble following what the the story was. You know, because I told you about how Blake took. Lucas's ex-girlfriend off of that reality show and then live with her, apparently it is the same girl that he was living with, then it sounds like Blake said that Lucas... I'm trying to even think of the best way to... Blake
0: Blake is lying. Blake is lying.
1: Blake, (laughs) Blake said to Rachel that he lives with Lucas's ex, not mentioning that it's also his ex. And then Lucas brings up that he's talking he's spoken to the, his ex and he and she says that blake's a lunatic and is now moving out
0: there's you following me (laughs) uh, no i'm not it's difficult to follow all i know is blake is trying to make waboom bad look bad in the eyes of rachel while simultaneously omitting some crucial aspects about his own life which is i went on a tv show called X Isles and stole waboom's girlfriend but
1: now the ex that he stole is now his ex it appears like and they're in a battle and he's kicking her out of her apartment that's what i gathered from the storyline yeah yeah True to follow.
0: Um well, let's talk about Dean real quick and then we'll talk about Kenny and Rachel. Uh kind of tired of talking about Blake and Roboom, I think, and I think the listeners are tired of hearing about it, just my guess. Dean's flirt game is very strong, A B. Very mm-hmm. strong. He's 25, still in the young bar scene, fresh out of college. He's got he can pick up chicks, no question about that. Dean's got a good smile, good laugh. He's making her laugh. She really likes him. But I think he might be too young, AB. What do you What do you think of Rachel and Dean's chemistry here?
1: I I thought he stepped up to the plate out of this group of guys. He was the clear the clear front runner there. He does seem young, but he seemed really respectful. Rim, I liked it. He didn't want to disrespect her by going for a kiss that she wasn't feeling like mm-hmm. Lucas did. He, I thought, I thought he came off pretty good. Kenny get some time with her,
0: AB. We love Kenny. We love Kenny. Still the guy... That hasn't changed. Still the guy we want to hang out with most. Nothing changed. But with great expectations comes great responsibility, maybe? I don't know. Criticism? I got something that I, th- I think Kenny made a mistake here, A.B. What do you think? What do you got? I think he pulled out the kid talk way too soon. You know what I mean? I know it was relevant to the challenge. I know it's an easy differentiator for him, but going on and on about your 10 year old daughter as it, during your first real true group day one on one time with Rachel
1: I think that needs to wait until later down the line think about it this way though Rim he's a professional wrestler mm-hmm. busy job it's either talking about wrestling which you know she has nothing <laughs> she doesn't want to hear about or yeah. the rest of his life which is his daughter and it makes you know that he's a genuinely good dad Rim I didn't have any problem with it. I don't think she did either. Honestly, those hey valid points. I, you know the
0: it is she did not seem interested in the pro wrestling. She was like, "You're still a wrestler, right? Like you're still doing
1: that <laughs>
0: <laughs> bullshit." Yeah,
1: that's actually what I'm going to be doing the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I,
0: wrestling. I got 20 more years in this game. Um, I don't know. I just I felt like he needed her to buy into him. Rather than, you know, Kenny, the potential husband, rather than Kenny, the current father. Kenny, the current father is fucking awesome. That's an easy sell. Other guys are selling Rachel on themselves, right? And Kenny's kind of got selling the, the kid angle. I just think it's
1: too early. I just, I don't, I just Listen, it didn't sit right with me. Let's just keep it real, though, Rim. Kenny's got no shot. No, he's got no shot. We know so that. what's it matter? But I mean, he's he might an- go home next now. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. And I don't want that. I don't want that. Hopefully, he didn't blow his chances for. Her. I need at least a half of a season out of Kenny. Need oh, it. Yeah, and I will be very mad. That's the one thing that could like turn me against Rachel this season, is <laughs> if she sends Kenny home too early.
0: No, she's got a lot of. She's got a lot of duds she could send home earlier than Kenny. Kenny's yeah. really good in the interviews and like cutscenes and one example of that is after Dean gets the group date rose yeah. he goes I'm gonna break Dean's leg later though. <laughs> yep yep um Okay, kind of awkward, Dean gets a group date, Rose, and this is how you know straight B-squad with these guys. All the guys
1: clap, like politely clap. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Dean. As Dean stealing your girl and walking out to the car with her, you're yes, like dude. applauding him. Just sit there, you dorks, <laughs> clapping for the group date, Rose. What kind of shit is
0: that? That's That might not have ever happened before on this show, either gender. <laughs> I thought Dean was a little overwhelmed by the group date, Rose, A.B., like, young guy in the mix, definitely didn't think he was going to do it, get the rose, and then he, you know, it kind of hit him like, holy shit, I might have to marry Rachel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready like, to get happen? married. I'm not ready for any of this. Like, we did a kid
0: challenge today, and I don't want a kid soon? Like, I'll, I don't want to do this. Smart move by Dean, walking her to the car, obviously, so he would sneak a little, little smooch there, make up for mm-hmm. not doing it, make up for being mad respectful during the couch says, but ab i gotta tell you man that was an awkward awkward i was i'll put it this way when they were by the car i was like fucking kiss her dean what are you waiting for it was like two <laughs> minutes of him still trying to lay the game I'm Like, you got the group date rose just get the kiss right now
1: dude it what reminded you... me of what's the dude's name on JoJo season who waited like two months before he kissed her and it was completely awkward and then it eventually ended up sending him home was it Evan? No, no, no. Evan the dork. I don't know if he ever got a kiss. It was uh, he's 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 a funny guy on Snapchat about Bachelor now. I can't remember him. Oh Wells, yeah Wells. That's what it kind of reminded me of. Like kiss her, kiss her already, Wells. <laughs> well, that was like nine episodes in, and it was a one on one. The end of a one on one, and then they kiss, and she was like, "All right, Wells, I'm not gonna give you the rose." <laughs> yeah, but it was that same awkward. Like he had so many opportunities to kiss her. He should. Yeah. All right, let's move to the
0: one-on-one with Peter. What do you say? Um, classic Bachelorette commercial tease where they made it seem like she was going to invite like an ex-boyfriend or her dad on the two-on-one.
1: Yeah, come on.
0: Come on with that. Everybody they, needs to be the fucking dog. It didn't fool me for a
1: second, right?
0: No, we're grizzled. Yeah, you got to come with more than that, Bachelor. So obviously it was the dog with the broken leg. I thought this was a big win for Peter. Easy way to curry some favor with a friendly pup. I mean, any you put that dog with any one of these guys and they're going to look like, oh, my God, what a great guy He's having fun with the dog. Like, of course, he's having fun with the dog. So it's, it's just a puppy. Of course. It's a dog. Yeah. yeah. It's not hard. They took a private jet to uh, a dog party. Barkfest brought to you by BarkBox, a uh, subscription bark <laughs> service. I don't know if you caught that. Who let the dogs out play
1: in Rim? People forget about that song.
0: I It had been so long since I've heard that song, I thought it was like a knockoff remix. Like, it didn't sound like it usually sounds. <laughs> uh, but I thought this was a nice, just relaxing, no pressure, solid one-on-one day. fun conversation,
1: lounging in a ball pit. I mean, easy stuff. Peter's a lot more handsome than I gave him credit for. He's got the perfect touch of gray that I'm looking for in a guy.
0: he's got a yeah uh, i he might have a why are you looking for gray in a guy <laughs> <laughs> he's he might have a little too much for me, but I know what you mean if the if the sun glistens right, his uh, gray looks good his gray it's looks really good, good yeah. And it's you know if you gotta you gotta take Peter at an angle either two degrees one way or the other so the teeth the tooth gap isn't so dramatic. Peter's a good looking dude, no no question about it. We roasted his high eyes before the season. He's a good Peter's one of the better looking dudes on here, no question. Absolutely. A B they were talking about maybe like where they would move, or if Peter wants to move from Madison, or if Rachel still wants to stay in Dallas, or did you ever move to Palm Springs? This is a fir- this is episode 2, the first one on one of the season. And they're already talking about this stuff. How many episodes did it take for Nick to talk about this? AB, do you remember?
1: Do you ever recall? Well, how many was the entire season? Because yeah, and then
0: add some happen- of the Dancing with yeah. the Stars episodes.
1: <laughs> it didn't happen. It didn't happen. Listen, Rachel is here to find a husband. And she's going to get all the answers to all the questions she needs before she's done here, period. Probably halfway through the season, she's going to know. She's going to start cutting people based on, you know, if they don't fit the criteria that she needs. Unlike Nick, who seemingly based it on nothing.
0: I think she probably is only considering four or five guys. Like, seriously. I think she already has made up her mind, and she's got it down to four or five
1: guys, and she's being a good sport with everybody else. I've read some stuff that she was very disappointed by her group of guys. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, who knows, if that's, who knows if that's actually true or not, but I've just read in a couple different places that she was, you know, insiders say mm. that <laughs> she was disappointed with this group of guys.
0: Well, then let's talk about the A-team, A-B. Back at the house, next group day card, fellas. We got Will, Jamie, Diggy, Alex, Adam, Lee, Matt, Eric, Josiah, DeMario. Quick rundown of all the guys who are dry as wood in the (laughs) desert and have nothing going for them. Alex, Adam, and Matt. Those guys, nondescript, no juice. Might as well not even invite them on the date. But they needed a full 10, I think, so that's why they're there. AB,
1: the card says swish. The blacks erupt. Really. Okay, there you go. All right, <laughs> the blacks <laughs> erupt in the room. It'd be—I mean—I'd have the same reaction. It'd be but fuck yeah, it's hooping time. I'm about to—I'm about to win this girl's heart. I'm playing for my, playing for my future wife. All
0: right, glad you said it. It's almost as if the producers were like, "What is going to make these black guys just go bananas?" And then
1: you just <laughs> swish. What, what? That might be the top date card I've ever seen as well oh man you got who was it reading
0: it off uh blake he was like swish fellas and then they're going crazy. <laughs> all right so looking forward to that i can't wait but first we got to talk a little bit about peter's one-on-one date um he dressed like prince william or some shit and how hey how come these one-on-ones are in always in the, the date the one-on-one night times are always dinner in these big cavernous like Ballrooms, yeah, and then you're just at one, and then the t- you're at one tiny table, like it's a French cafe or something, like it's smaller than a regular. I'm with you. Restaurant table. They basically talked about two things before. Did I make a Prince William joke yet? Did I say he was dressed like Prince William? He was yeah. dressed like Prince William. All right, <laughs> yeah. damn it, I didn't hear a laugh, so I didn't couldn't. I was like, I must not have said that. It's too funny. <laughs> they talked about two things. AB. Now I'm in no position to roast somebody else's teeth. All right, I don't have good teeth. All right. <laughs> I'm with you. So you got anything on their teeth conversation, or you want to move on? I thought it was interesting
1: to know that gap teeth is genetic.
0: Well, we don't know that. The, the, when they were talking about that, I'm like, y'all don't seem like you know what you're talking about. <laughs> you buy that rim? I don't. You, you want me to tell you flat out? I don't buy that gap teeth.
1: F- <laughs> a gap between your front two teeth is a genetic trait. I don't buy it. I, I, I was definitely skeptical when i heard them say that but they both seemed very confident by it and they're like we have 10 people in our family that also have these gap teeth Uh, maybe you have a family that doesn't listen to the dentist
0: yeah The way they were talking made it it seem like if they were to get their teeth fixed, that trait would then not pass down to the next generation. Like if they had braces, they'd be like, well, now my daughter won't have it. Like, well, that's not really how jeans. (laughs) I just didn't buy the whole. I didn't buy it. I'm not buying it either. They also bonded over the fact that they've both been two therapists and have benefited each greatly from them. Relationship Relationship therapists therapists in the case of Peter, I think. I'm not sure with Rachel, but regardless. She said relationship. two, Two bonding subsurface level conversations in a, you know, on top of the great day they already had um, a B. I think she, I think she loves Peter already. I think it's love. <laughs> I think episode two of this reality dating TV show where there's 30 other people involved. I think this is true love. What do you think about Peter and Rachel on this uh, nighttime one-on-one?
1: They hit it off Rim. Something still missing for me. I'm not, I'm not quite sold like you on Peter. They had some stuff in common, they're the same age, it was nice, but something was missing, I don't know,
0: the juice. He he is almost, he might be too respectful for his own good. He gets the rose, stands up and hugs her, Mm -hmm. doesn't go in for a kiss, might be too much of a gentleman, sometimes you just gotta go after that shit, Pete. You can't you can't be weak with it. You know what I mean. Rachel's not here. She's not here to play games. She's not here to waste time. She's not here to dilly dally. Do you think he is
1: too boring for her? That's a good question. He is boring because she's vibrant. She's electric, and he
0: doesn't rub me that way. No, but I think it's a yin and yang situation. I think she likes. I don't. No, I don't want to say she likes being the center of attention, but I think she can carry a relationship in terms of electricity on her own. She doesn't need a guy who's going to bring that same level of enthusiasm. That might be too much. True. might tear a hole in the universe. <laughs> she seemed to genuinely enjoy being around Peter from start to finish, even though he is kind of boring. I think, I don't know if I'd use the term boring. The guys in the, in the, the B squad group date were boring. He's just even keeled. He doesn't, he's not too excitable and he doesn't get too down. I think Peter's just level, and I think she's okay
1: with that. I wouldn't classify him as boring. That's fair. Boring was a little strong. Did you find it weird that the dog came along for the nighttime portion of the date as well, Rim?
0: Yeah, especially because they didn't make a thing of it. They didn't involve the dog. It was just like, oh, the dog's just gonna sit there. Like, dogs <laughs> and
1: then, fart and stuff. You know what I mean? And, like, <laughs> and then, like, when they get up, you just you find out the dog is there. Is it hobbles? It's a, it's it a crippled strange. dog. Why can't why can't the crippled dog just stay? I I got the whole dog date thing. That was yeah. cool, but then when it's nighttime date, there's really no reason for it to be there.
0: Put it in its kennel. I mean, yeah. that thing sheds. You know, Come just on. The cons far away the pros yeah. in terms of bringing the dog to the romantic date. All right, A.B., let's go to the basketball date. Rachel is out here fucking bawling. What did you think of Rachel's jumper? Her foot, her feet, she has a weird thing with her feet. They don't get set, but the everything else, hips and up, we're good. You
1: want this, the A.B. scouting report on Rachel? and yeah, really basketball do, actually. And what I think she can do out there? Yeah. Number one, she's got decent size for a point guard rim. She's obviously got handles. She's a point guard at heart. Mm-hmm. Incredible ball handling balls on a string balls on a string and she can pull up off a off a she can pull up quick. She's got she's crafty around the rim. I noticed as well. Yep. Bad jump shot that can be fixed though. Bad shot. Her feet are all out of whack. One's like way in front. She's almost lunging towards the hoop. It's
0: I think that's a girl thing though. I think she was still making them. I think her shots were going in. Her form is bad. Her her footwork is bad on the jumper. Footwork's bad, but that can be fixed. I worry a little bit, too, about her strength when it comes to passing. Like, she seems like she'd have to rely on, like, bounce. I don't think she could, like, whip a chest past 30 feet, you know, up the... Like, she might not be able to get the break going. She could bring it up the court. I don't think she could push it up the court with the passing.
1: I'm with you. Good call. Obviously,
0: great teammate um good to have a little into the locker room obviously all right are we done with, are we
1: done with the, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all <scouting> i got <laughs> uh
0: all right let me roast uh josiah this is the first of my many josiah roaster in the second half of this podcast uh, this is a direct quote from josiah rachel had on some legging tights that just fit her body like a coca-cola bottle <laughs> God, i mean I'm just gonna ignore the Coca-Cola bottle thing because that doesn't make. I don't know what you mean by that. I mean, <laughs> Coca-Cola bottles aren't like wrapped in anything. And Josiah number two, do you understand how tights work? I mean, all tights fit the same. They're tight on the person who's wearing the body, so it's not like the, These specific tights
1: fit in a certain way. Coca-Cola bottles, Rim. He's saying she's got the curves in the right. But it goes pow, pow, pow. That's I'm a not saying. Bottle. Hey. I'm not,
0: she did, I'm not saying she didn't look slamming. She was obviously slamming. <laughs> anyway, uh, from that, from an in-depth tights discussion to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. AB, did you know, I don't know if we talked about this, he actually wrote like a long article last season about how the Bachelor and Bachelorette
1: franchise is killing romance. Yep, I saw that. I I saw it last season. I was going to bring it up but whatever the episode is that we were going to bring it up on it was just too jam packed with <laughs> stuff going on <laughs> I couldn't couldn't squeeze it in but yeah I did see that he went he he said it was ruining romance he, he blasted the show for having no diversity and everyone being too cookie cutter on there being inadvertently racist a little bit mm-hmm. um apparently the producers asked him to come on though he's he got a book is- to
0: promote he's got a book to promote does so. he okay yeah
1: John he also wrote, wrote another article um about why he came on about yeah. why he came on yeah so so that original article is interesting because it was very clear that he watches the show like yeah. his criticism it was made sense it was like, stunning <laughs> it was a stunning <laughs> article out of nowhere Kareem. Kareem, you're out
0: here 70 years old. You watch The Bachelor.
1: Like, <laughs> What's going on, Kareem? One of the top five NBA players of all time out here watching watching The Bachelor for some reason.
0: Um, I thought it was funny. All these guys acted like they were huge Kareem Abdul-Jabbar fans. Like, DeMario said he's the biggest Kareem fan of all time. Okay. DeMario... <laughs> he ret- no none one of is a kareem fan no first off no one's a kareem fan period even if yeah. you're 100 years old you're not a kareem fan he was a big man nobody's a big like oh i love this huge big man with a gimmick unbeatable shot i mean kareem <laughs> retired when we were like two and he was 40 There's No yeah. kareem fans in this group <laughs> uh during the drills they how did these guys look how would you assess that you want to do a quick scouting report who looked good who looked bad
1: Josiah is the worst black basketball player I've ever seen in my entire (laughs) life, and it's not even close. So it goes the worst
0: worst black basketball players of all time, it goes Josiah from the Bachelorette and then Stanley from the office, would you
1: say? I would say they're on the same level. That's a great call. (laughs) A B none
0: of I'd say the majority of these guys could not dri- they could
1: barely dribble. Lee couldn't dribble. He he couldn't walk and dribble at the same time. He was stumbling all over the place. He had a couple of oafs out there who can give who can be big bodies enforcers, but you didn't have a lot of basketball talent out there. But then you talk about DeMario Rim. DeMario Looked
0: legitimately
1: looked like LeBron James against these guys. (laughs) He is like a once in a lifetime athlete. (laughs) The guy, the guy, his hops—those are legitimate hops, undeniable hops.
0: (laughs) he's throwing the ball right through the hoop from way above he's jamming at ab hoopers no hoopers
1: i'm a hooper demario is way better than me (laughs) way better like he's got everything you have but he can jump way higher he can jump way higher and i wouldn't be surprised if it came out that he was like a college athlete i mean that's the type of athleticism he was showing out there
0: if I were to compare myself to a player on the court, it would be Matt. Matt I don't know if you saw a workhorse. The, the fucking <laughs> construction worker sales rep at, down there banging in the post. Just <laughs> he's the one tough
1: who layups. He's the one who broke the scoring drought. He got the first layup, an old man layup, and then he sprints back on D just fucking <laughs> like, hey, been there done Working that. Hard.
0: Act like you've been there before. He not only did he break the scoring drought, he probably broke his opponent's
1: noses with some fierce elbows. <laughs> Out there hustling for rebounds. Even uh, back to Demario a little bit, he was doing his dunking thing. He was dunking all over everybody, two hand jams. Kareem saw him and he's like, "Oh my!" Go-. There was one point Kareem goes, "Oh my goodness!" <laughs> he was Kareem was shocked by this by the athleticism of, of Demario.
0: Now, obviously the the NBA's leading all time leading scorer is better than Demario, but
1: <laughs> not right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no. Well, I'm going to take it a step further. I'm going to say if DeMario played in the NBA when Kareem played in the NBA, he would be in the Hall of Fame. He'd be one of the <laughs> legends.
1: People uh, forget Kareem played in the 60s, I believe.
0: From the 60s to like
1: 1990. Yeah, to the 90s. <laughs> played, yeah. Played for a long time. People
0: forget that. Uh, hey, shout out to DeMario. Good job, man. But your team lost. Maybe uh, play a little defense. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, how do you lose to Matt?
1: What'd you think of what'd you think of uh, Will? Was that the guy? No. I- Eric. They don't all look alike Hibby. Oh, Eric? The showboat? The showboat. He was doing some and one dancing with the ball to start the game. Everyone the crowd was booing.
0: <laughs> Kareem was like, What have I got myself into? Yeah, that's Watching when he realized bullshit.
1: he really fucked up.
0: and they- well, then he just rolled down the court and bricked a jumper.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the crowd was legitimately not a- booing him.
0: I'm a fan of that if it's if you're good or unique. He was just like letting the ball roll away while he like skipped. Chance. It wasn't yeah. not impressed. No. All right, AB, let's go to I'm going to go ahead and say it's unprecedented even though I feel like it's probably not. It's unprecedented in my bachelor fandom lifetime. We got an ex girlfriend or maybe current girlfriend on set in the gym
1: ready to throw hands <laughs> the closest thing to this rim jojo i can't remember what episode of her but her ex-boyfriend sent roses to her if you remember oh that was hometowns uh, yeah i think it was hometowns so she that's the closest thing i can remember and it, the person the actual person is nowhere near the scene so this is like that times a thousand this girl was ready to fucking expose Demario. That's the only reason she came here. Expose him! Expose him!
0: I was worried not only for Demario's safety but Rachel's. She was incensed. <laughs> now let's let's try to run through the timeline because it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. And there's got to be more to the story than we'll ever know. We'll find out. I got. I got this. I know. Yeah, you know, maybe the sources. <laughs> Her story alleges that she was watching after the final rose the previous week, unaware that DeMario had anything to do with the show and then saw DeMario on screen and you'll remember DeMario brought like a ring and some Vegas plane tickets. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be tough
1: to watch your boyfriend do. <laughs> <laughs> so it sounds the way she explains it, they had been dating for 6 months. Exclusively dating. And then all of a sudden, in her eyes, in Just her eyes, I don't know. I mean, Mario's side. Listen, I don't trust either of these people. Someone that mad about something makes me think that they're lying about some stuff. And obviously, Demario was lying about everything. Yes, no so question. I'm sure some of it is the truth, but she, the way she saw it, at least, was they'd been dating for six months. He left without saying a word, ghosted her, rim what the kids are calling it these days, he ghosted her, yep, <laughs> <laughs> without a word. And then she turns on the TV and look, it's fucking Demario on my favorite TV show. Cause you, you gotta imagine she's watching it because she loves the Bachelor, Bachelorette. Yep. Think about that.
0: Um, here's what I think. So that's what she said happened. Here's what I think. I think Lex, I call her Lex. Okay. I think Lex got played, Ab. I think Demario was with her, with not with her, off and on for about six plus months. Okay. But I think DeMario had another real girlfriend, a level above Lex, whom whom he actually broke up with. I think if DeMario thought that him and Lexi were truly boyfriend-girlfriend, he would have just officially broken up with her and gone on the show like 90% of these other contestants, right? Instead, it appears he just simply forgot about her. Like he (laughs) forgot about his side chick before he went on the show, thought he could ghost on her, as you said. And that came. That turned out to bite him in the butt. That's
1: he definitely didn't expect her to come on the set of the show and cause a scene. Unless he just thought that he could just ignore the situation, completely leave her and cut it off. And then, I mean, so how many months after they started recording the season did she find out about it? Even, you know, it had to be months down the line that she even found out that he's on this show. And then when her showing up is months, it probably was like a half a year ago. I don't think so, man. I think because it's
0: a unique situation because DeMario was on after the final rose. How long ago was
1: that? That was a couple months ago.
0: Yeah, but then they went right into recording the show. Okay. So this could have happened like literally a week or two after. She said, I was watching TV last week. So this theoretically could have happened Mm. a week later when they were recording
1: it. Okay. Yeah. But either way, when he got signed up for the show, the last thing he thought, I mean, he cut it clean or didn't cut it clean. He, what he thought was just ending it by not responding to her and, and not saying anything to her. Even if he, he she was actually his girlfriend, he couldn't have thought that she would show up here. That, no. wasn't, that wasn't an option. So he probably thought he was just going to take the easy way, not say anything to her and never talk to her again.
0: Uh, What do you think of how Rachel handled this? Rachel the attorney, cut into the core of what's going on with these she questions. She
1: lawyered the shit out of the situation. She flipped the switch and... Crossed her arms. <laughs> got into the courtroom,
0: period. She would slice and dice DeMario to shreds in a
1: cross-examination. She oh. would have
0: DeMario confessing and crying in five minutes, but she didn't give him that
1: long, A.B., what? It, let's go through some of the stuff DeMario lied about. All right, we got the lie detector results right here. Are you ready for this? Oh. I can't even... I, it'll make my head hurt. <laughs> so it starts out, she goes and gets him. He thinks he's getting a rose. Of course. And then Lexi's sitting there. <laughs> and he goes, oh... <laughs> who is this <laughs> he goes, the, he most, goes, <laughs> <laughs> the most quick thinking move of all time he goes from absolute shock to who is this making it seem like he doesn't even know who she is yeah that's first lie and then she goes in on him cussing him out he goes with this girl's crazy making it seem like okay i know who she is but i think she I, she's a lunatic from my past like playing that angle good angle to take honestly if you're him there's a moment there where I was like, maybe she is just a crazy person. Yeah.
0: She's making all this shit
1: up. This girl is psycho. And then he says, "Okay, I met her many, many times ago." What even is that? What even? <laughs> what? Did... <laughs> Demario then goes into asking if he if they can talk off camera. No, absolutely not. Nope. Rachel's not playing that. Rachel cuts him off every step of the way as well. He starts talking way fast. I don't know if you noticed that. He's talking a hundred miles per hour, talking over her any chance he gets to. Like, yes, absolutely, no, I agree, I agree. Like, oh, definitely, definitely, hundred percent, hundred percent, definitely. <laughs> yeah. That's what he kept saying. You yeah. could tell. You could tell his wheels were spinning, but they just couldn't quite <laughs> catch up to the situation. And you can't <laughs> blame him for that. This situation was nuts. <laughs> He's in total shock. He, Demario then says that he did break up. They had been dating, uh, and he did break up with her face-to-face and told her it was over. Lexi says, on my father's grave, that shit is a lie. When you said no, the lie detector test determined that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel what starts about the getting, keys? What about the keys, AB? Get to <laughs> the keys. I'm going to get to the keys. He then Jeez, says... Honey. She then says, You have the keys to my apartment. She says that multiple times. The Mario concedes. Okay, yeah, I do remember. I now I remember I sent you the keys in the mail. You did not. There's no way he sent her the no keys in the mail. No way. She says, "I check my mail every single day." Lexi was getting so heated. I've never seen someone more mad than Lexi was. <laughs> she she was, was so
0: mad. She didn't care that she was on the bachelorette. She didn't no. care that Rachel was right there. She nope. was just like, "She was here to
1: f- to have it out with DeMario." She was here to fucking call out DeMario. And handle her business. She was she was not going to go out looking like this.
0: The way the interaction went is exactly how it would have gone if there were no cameras. If it were just Demario and Lexi in the room together, that's exactly what would have happened.
1: Absolutely, hundred percent agree. Rachel then jumps in again. She starts asking him more questions. You're speaking to me in very general terms. I need you to be more specific. Getting lawyer as shit on him. Get into the business. She says, if I look at her phone, are the messages going to show what she is saying or what you're saying? Depends on the time frames. I mean, yes, we had (laughs) sexual intercourse. (laughs) (laughs) Then she looks at the phone and it's all over from there.
0: Uh, And then finally, AB, with an I think what was an all time bachelor moment. I'm not here to be played. I'm not here to be made a joke of, which is what I think you're doing right now. So I'm really gonna need you to get the fuck out. <laughs> and that was it. She walked off.
1: Rachel went fucking lemonade on his ass for him. Period. The lemonade. Period. <laughs> Hashtag lemonade. lemonade. Rachel went ham on him. That's an all-time <laughs> quote. All-time, all-time quote.
0: quote. Ab, what do you think about the the producers pulling this card so early in the season, right? Rather than wait until deeper in the game before springing this on her.
1: I think the producers genuinely thought if they tried to pull this shit on Rachel later in the season, when she's got a when she has a further along relationship with Demario, that she would just leave the season, you know, because she felt she would feel that they were trying to pull one on her and they would have been because, I mean, obviously they would have known about this a long time ago. If you if you do that, you risk you risk Rachel leaving. He was,
0: you know, they were probably concerned about that happening because he, Demario was obviously gonna hang around for a while. Like he was gonna be there for several yeah, more he episodes. Wasn't going no. Um. I th- yeah, I think that's fair. I think they, I think they're probably almost intimidated by how seriously she seems. to be
1: Yeah. Doing this. If you play games with Rachel, she'll fucking leave. She doesn't care about your hundred thousand dollars or whatever she, you're paying her to for the no, season. She doesn't give a she'll fuck. She'll dip and leave you with nothing.
0: Rachel makes that in three months. Puts on a <laughs> benzo, fully paid for. Uh, all right, AB. How about this uh, nighttime group date? For some reason, the guys are all sad that Demario's gone. I don't really understand. One less person to deal with.
1: I thought that was strange as well. Like when something like this happens, they're at, Some of them were acting like Demario tricked them as well, and I don't. I didn't really get that. Like, but it, just
0: because just because he lied on his application for the show doesn't mean he lied to your face. And even if he did, who cares? Exactly, he's gone, so don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, all of them feigned some sort of concern for Rachel. I mean, Rachel took it better than any of them. Everybody else was like, oh, my gosh, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. Let's talk about something else. <laughs> Josiah opens a B. Be- I really turned on Josiah this episode. I mean, I was on the edge last episode, but he he comes with some pre-written speech like he's in an acting class and he's trying to impress a girl or something. I mean, it, did it, it work
1: hurt, or did it not work rim
0: i'll get to that but all listen, right <laughs> I'll, I'll, he goes it hurt me to see the hurt on your face to see somebody here who's playing games it pissed me the hell off it's he sounded you know all right i can't i don't know the guy's name but he sounded like the big deep voice dude in boys to men who doesn't really sing that much he just does just like talks. the interludes yep. yeah and i like you Girl, I'm interested in you. He fucking does that shit-eating grin. He was acting like... AB was just so slimy. He was acting like Rachel was lucky that
1: Josiah liked her. Like, I like you. Do you know that? I like you. I I can't come up with anything against what you're saying there, Rem. Another thing, I kind of thought it was was going to be a no-kiss night for Rachel, honestly, with the way things were going. Well, Josiah had some different
0: thoughts. AB, when Josiah went in for the kiss... I mean, I literally screamed at the TV. I was like nobody wanted to see that kiss at <laughs> that moment with this fake ass Josiah. I don't know why she liked it. I, she bought it A B and that she was did. big negative for Rachel for me. One of for one of the few negatives she's acquired this season. How about Alex? You remember Alex, the Russian guy, apparently? I don't know. I don't think we've heard him speak before this night. Sings your an old Russian song, Rim.
1: And it lands.
0: She's laughing. Well, I don't think she's heard him speak before that either. So she was, she was like, Oh my God, this guy's Russian. I think she was laughing at the fact that this guy, uh, has this thick accent that no one knew about. <laughs> uh, Eric, another guy that
1: made me uncomfortable. Eric with some of her shit. Yeah. I, I said he rubbed me the wrong way. He definitely, he seems like a player, Rim he seems like a no he seems like a wannabe player because
0: the way he talks it seems like an act like he wants you to think that he's mr smooth operator but he's not like he's playing the role of a smooth guy he went into love languages rib that's a good move though well i don't even know what that is what was that about
1: uh it's the whatever the five or six love languages everyone has them um
0: should i know about this is this important for me to know
1: I mean, if you want to get, if you want, if you want a top-notch way to break a or break into a conversation with a girl, it's the love languages. If they know about the love languages, it's on.
0: I've never even heard of these things. I was thinking about getting Rosetta Stone and really getting back into Spanish. I don't know about <laughs> love, languages.
1: love languages. Get yourself the love languages book. It's basically everyone has these has has a certain love language that um that they prefer. And it's like physical touch- so they talked about a few of them a physical touch or gifts, and it's stuff that they do to express love to other to someone else, but by them doing it it also shows what they like to to receive in terms of the love there's like six to eight of them or something like that. <laughs>
0: The more you know, did yep. not know that. Interesting, AB.
1: Yeah, you can take a quick is quick survey online. You can figure out what your love languages are. Cool, uh, an online survey. All right. Yep. I'm sure it's legit. Mm-hmm. Well, she
0: gives the rose to Josiah by default. Um, I don't know why, smarmy ass Josiah with that stupid smile. AB, if I'll tell you what, if I'm on this show and another dude gets a group date rose, I'm finding the nearest camera and making a hilarious. Eye roll face like Jim Halpert <laughs> style I don't understand why all these guys are like all right yeah respect Josiah good job you earned it and then like clapping like I'm getting my screen time and being like can you believe this she gave this rose to this dumb motherfucker right here <laughs> all right AB pre-rose ceremony at the end of the uh, episode big cliffhanger big to be continued big time Rachel rolls in and as we mentioned before the guys explode with enthusiasm <laughs> If I were to compare the way Rachel looked to anyone in the history of the world, I would say Beyonce at the Met Gala (laughs) in her prime years. I mean, unreal dress. Jameson on the rocks in hand, AB. None of these guys deserve her. This is when you knew, okay, now I get why she's upset at the crop of guys she's got to deal with, because none of them are very good compared to her. What'd you think of Brian? Uh, borderline
1: sexual predator with the way he attacks <laughs> Rachel's face. Uh, she was she's into it though, Rim. That's the thing that keeps she I mean, something's going on between the lips there that we can't see. Yeah, he didn't get a date apart. this week. Um, I he doesn't need one. He doesn't need one. He kind of turned it into his own one on one by giving her a massage and if you remember and she mentioned this, she got the first impression rose and then didn't get a date for a while as well
0: uh that's but brian
1: true. is handling it like she did which was very well she didn't get all upset that she didn't get a didn't get a date she's going to he is going to take the time he gets with her and make the most of it just like she did
0: you didn't think the massage chair was gimmicky no he's a chiropractor Brian's probably secretly enthused that he doesn't have to go on these dates. Like I bet Brian sucks at basketball. I bet Brian mm-hmm. sucks with dogs. I bet Brian uh, would have lost that husband challenge, something like that. So he's probably actually okay because he <laughs> still gets what he's he's going for at the end of the night anyway. So yep. who cares that he's not on the Brian's dates? Brian's still a front runner.
1: Nothing's changed.
0: Oh, he hasn't moved out of my top four. Nope. All right, AB, let's go to the cliffhanger. Demario returns. Has this, has something ever like this ever happened before, A.B., the return of a jilted contestant? Yeah, every season. Really?
1: What? Did I miss it? What do you mean? Shows up to the mansion? Chad showed up after he got eliminated. He walked uh, through the yeah. forest. It happened yeah. last season with someone, too. I can't remember who one of the girls right. i think showed up it happens all the time just let me this live was, in my own little world there's no way demario wasn't gonna show oh chase showed up after he got eliminated remember that she dumped him after the after the uh fantasy suites he showed up oh yeah damn it why did i think this was so crazy then i was watching
0: it like i've never seen anything like this on now, tv before.
1: the way it went down demario shows up at the gate it's all dark it made it seem like this was not as planned as the other ones. Like the Chad one, there was a f- camera following him the whole way. So obviously this was, they told him what to do. And the same goes for Chase and uh, all the other ones. This was, this one was a little different because security went out there and it, it didn't seem as, as staged, but maybe it just, this was just well done. Better well, enough. you can
0: also tell that Chris Harrison was caught off guard. He mm-hmm. goes Demario what are you doing like he was not like demario all right you're doing what we talked about good shit come on in man yeah yeah like if if chris harrison had prepared for this he would have just he would have just brought him into the house and be like rachel somebody's here to see you but instead he's like all right i gotta check with rachel this is crazy yeah this is nuts
1: i did find it funny the security guy who greeted him he's like i need to go speak with mr harrison (laughs) (laughs) the godfather of the bachelor i need to go i need to go make sure it's okay with mr harrison (laughs) Uh,
0: Demario basically he pretty much admitted he goes he makes some bullshit up about his character being assassinated again but then also admits that he was in the wrong too Mm -hmm. is there any doubt so we know how the episode ends Rachel's on her way out to go meet him at the gate is there any doubt that she's just gonna go out there listen to him for maybe 20 seconds with her arms folded and then send him back home send his ass packing I mean she's definitely not gonna let him back in the house, right?
1: No, I I can't see a scenario where Demario gets back in. Um, I'm just wondering what's going to happen with the rest of the cast because when we're before the two be continued, it's like a mob is forming to go outside <laughs> and beat the shit out of Mario. None of those guys are gonna do shit.
0: I don't understand that. They're like, "Hey, hey, Demario, let's get him out of here." First off, there's thirty of you. Okay, security, <laughs> yeah. security is already out there. Okay, she is our. She already kicked him off once. You don't need to be threatened by him returning. Um, she's. I mean, just let. Right, if it were me, I'd be like, "All right, you got this, Rachel." Like, I'm being here with the cocktails. There's no reason to be like, "Don't come close, Demario. We'll we'll take care of you. We'll rough you up." It's like, chill out, guys. Come. <laughs> All right, well, updated top four, AB. Who do you got? I think was Demario and R both of our top fours after the first episode. Absolutely. Eey, all right. Hey, we never claim to be experts. We're just trying to make people laugh. We're not experts, except you're an expert. Yeah, I'll, t-
1: call you I'll tell you something, Rim. No one is standing out to me in this season, honestly. I hmm. think if I'm if I'm gonna give you my top four, it's Brian. I guess Peter. Okay. Seems more mature than the rest of them. Kenny. It's because I love him. Okay. Yeah. I mean, all the guys, I mean, I thought Jack Stone and Jamie were contenders and then Jack Stone had the worst. I think Jack Stone's gay.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> respect. I mean, if you just go down the line. There's a lot of good guys. Let me tell you the people that I think have no chance. Adam, Alex, Anthony, Blake. Is Brady still on this show? No, I think he's gone. Okay. Brian has a chance. Is Bryce still on the show? Blockhead? No. No. He got let go? Okay. Dean? Like you said, he's too young. I don't see it. Diggy? a lot.
0: All right, let me go through my top four. Yeah. If you're gonna
1: name, if you're gonna name thirty contestants, I'm I a cut can't, uh, <laughs> I can't, I can't even do it. I can't give you four, Rim. I'm sorry. Here are my
0: four. Here are my four. I feel pretty good about these four. Really, Brian, Brian and Peter, just like you. Okay, Dean and Anthony. Now, Anthony was not even on this episode <laughs> a single moment. <laughs> to my knowledge, Anthony has not spoken on screen yet. Okay. <laughs> But the the previews don't lie, Ab. The guy is in the mix. All right, we know he's in the mix. And once they cut out, once she cuts the fat with Waboom, Demario's not gonna be on screen anymore. Um, who's that guy? Blake's gonna be gone soon after Demario. Lee's gonna become the antagonist. I think Anthony emerges as a contender. And like you said, there's not many other guys. She's going to realize, like, the Brian thing is that passion. It's not the long term, but he'll last a while. Peter is uh, the long term, but it doesn't have the passion. Somebody has to emerge. Someone we're not thinking exactly. of right now. Yep. It's got to be Anthony. It has to be Anthony. And we're going to look back on the season and be like, where was Anthony in the first three episodes? I don't know.
1: I just can't even see it right now, and it's like you said it perfectly. It's going to be someone coming out of nowhere that steals Rachel's heart. Honestly,
0: in neither of our top fours do we have a villain. None of the guys are villains that we know of. So if if Lee. if there is a if there is a clear cut villain, I think it's got to be
1: Lee, right? They yeah, make
0: Lee. Lee seem like a villain, so he might be in the top four.
1: Lee's the villain. I am, I, I that's I'd probably put him up there just because. You aren't the villain unless you start to start to have some chemistry. So it's just hard to even I can't even I don't like any of these guys. And I know Kenny isn't going to win. So he's my favorite. I like Fred and she won't give him the time of day.
0: Yeah, we like Fred, but we don't know shit about Fred other than that. He went to camp once. (laughs) That's all we
1: know. 20 years ago. Jamie, Jamie, I think, could be one of the guys, too, Rim. I still do. No, come on. Did you see how far away he sat from her on the couch? He didn't have a good showing this week, but it wasn't Ugh. Jack Stone cringeworthy, at least. Jack Stone can't handle his alcohol. Something
0: was wrong with Jack Stone where he was, like, scared to be around Rachel. It was very awkward. Yeah. Um, hey, you, listener, can also choose your top four if you join our bracket group on ESPN. You already have a bracket, so just add it to the league. It's no big deal. We'll put the link in the ex- episode description. A lot of Canadian listeners, A.B., really not open for them. They can't join it. So, sorry to That's all weird. the people in Canada. Yeah, sorry. If you enjoyed the Rosecast today, we would love it. We would appreciate it. A.B., how would you feel if someone left a very kind review on Apple Podcasts? It would mean the world to me, Rim. Not,
1: not even joking. It
0: would. It would. And you have a child, and that would be the most important. The listeners' reviews on Apple Podcasts would be the most important thing in your life, I'd say. I'll go ahead and say it for you. <laughs> Instructions also in the episode description. If you didn't enjoy the episode, um, well, this was a long one. I'm sorry we wasted all your time. I mean, I don't know what you're still <laughs> doing around. But, I mean, to each their own. In any event, thank you for listening. We appreciate it. AB,
1: any uh, final words before we cut them off? Starting to get worried about Rachel Rim. What, her safety? No, I just don't know if she's going to find it with these duds.
0: Anyway, thanks for listening to the Rosecast. We appreciate it. TTYL, until next time.